0: You're listening to YUM CHA DAIGA, a podcast about family, community, love, future generations. In this episode, I sat down with my sister, Michelle. She describes herself as an introverted extrovert who enjoys learning new things, hiking, and helping others when she can. What's a value you would say that our parents taught us and that you appreciate or stands out for you? Oof, that's a toughie. I feel like there's
1: many values that mom and dad have definitely brought to light. I think as we grew older, being kind is definitely a big one, you know. Growing up, parents coming over from China was obviously really hard, and like different cultures is huge. Um, and watching our family grow in a Canadian society is is like it's not necessarily. I don't even know entirely like culture shock, but like it's different like morals and values from eastern and western culture is totally different Um, kindness is a huge one i find that you know, between you and I, we value being kind to everybody and anybody, regardless of our situations or what people do um, is huge. You know, like everybody has hard days and you you just say hello and it turns somebody's day around like simple acts of kindness that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another big one that stands out for me is hard working. You know, dad worked really hard for you and I and mom to lived the lifestyle that we lived and, like, pr- was able to provide for us so much Um mm-hmm. and showed, like, the true value of being, like, living in a very simple, humble way. And he's worked so hard and continuously does to achieve just, like, you know, happiness and just, like, bringing kindness and happiness to everybody, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, dad's worked so hard that, like, obviously... You know his body's taken quite a bit of a beating and it's unfortunate and that's really sad but like he's still going he has many
0: hobbies and interests
1: yeah and it's just great and exactly and it's just really nice that you know he's able to he has that time now to do that you know he put in all the hard work and you and I are on our own and yeah. we're successful and you know living our own lives doing whatever we want to do
0: yeah and mom made lots For sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mom was the stay at home mom for sure. And she 100% made like a ton of sacrifices and very grateful for everything that they both did. You know, I know we had rough times in the Mm -hmm. past, but like I truly value everything that we've been through because it it definitely gave us a good hand on our shoulders. Um, And you know, you got to take the good with the bad. Um, because without the bad, you wouldn't even know what the definition of good is, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I truly value like the way we were raised in that sense, right? Like, call it tough love, but like, I don't know. I appreciated, I appreciate it all now. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: I think one thing I really noticed, I see now even more like the thoughtfulness in. Everything they do, like yes. the food, in the oh, food yes. the love, in the food. Yes, that has <laughs> definitely carried saying, with us. <laughs> yeah, It's like they never really said all the time, like I love yeah. you. like compared to other families, right? Like we like, we
1: never hugged. Yeah. we didn't really do that, but we showed our but they were our appreciation and love. Yeah, they were different, and different. Especially ways. when
0: we were younger, but growing more as we aged. Yeah. It was like I think sometimes I noticed that it was there was a lack or like it was just different. I was another yeah. our friends, you know. Yeah, and I think that was something that yeah, it was just different.
1: Yeah, it stood out for me too. I remember questioning that and yeah. and not really understanding. I guess you know, mm-hmm. um, but I knew like mom and dad obviously loved us. Like they provided us with shelter and food and clothing and like we're there you know Um, they encouraged us to do things that we wanted to do so yeah and like the food 100% to this day dad loves cooking and hosting people I love it Mm -hmm. when I remember for a while it was like Christmas and Thanksgiving and Easter and whatever um you know your friends and my friends that Couldn't either couldn't go home or didn't have family close by. Like dad opened the door for them and it was always a feast and I loved it. And it was just Yeah, it was really wholesome. And it was really nice to see that, you know? Yes. So just
0: the conversations that we (laughs) had. Yes. it's always interesting.
1: Yeah. Always super with, funny. With
0: some of your comfort foods like from our childhood
1: or Ooh, comfort yeah. foods. Um I think comfort foods, ooh that's tricky cuz I love so much. Um
0: or like any dish from mom that mom has made. Ooh, you know.
1: Yeah. So, I know duck is always a comfort food for me. I think it always will be. Yeah. Um, you know, it's really good on a, like cold days or if you're just not feeling good or you need something, just something in your stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, it really like warms your whole body. And the nice thing is you can mix anything into it you want. right? Mm-hmm. So I think one of my favorite versions though is uh, like chicken wings yeah, with ginger, like yeah. a lot of ginger. And then a little bit of soy sauce or oyster sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wholesome. Just, like, love that any day. Uh, egg tarts? Yeah. We
0: <laughs> just had probably at least
1: five. <laughs> each. That was a classic, always, always. Uh, and so easy, too, right? Like, so simple, but so good. Um, what else? There's, like, that... I don't even know what it's called. It's almost like that um, radish cake, Oh yeah. but it's the clear one.
0: Oh, is it a tapioca one? It, Sweet or more like it's more not savory. But... It was uh,
1: it was more like tapioca, neutral, like
0: a steamed tapioca. Kind I know of a daikon, daikon. Tea.
1: Wasn't that one? No I can't remember what it is I oh but it's like jello. it's ice. clear almost yes. yeah, it was really good. I can't remember what it's called anymore but uh that was a really good one know. but the radish cake yeah. the radish cake is obviously one of my favorites too you just love crispy sides and all first thing in the morning breakfast so good. It's very, very good yeah, I don't know we got a lot of a lot of a lot of wholesome foods that I really enjoy but I guess those ones right off the bat
0: yes Yes. Um, you and I kind of defy gender, gender expectations. Whoa, yeah we do! <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit ago you were talking about, and you went through that pre-carpentry program. Ah, uh, yes. How was that? And like, tell me a little bit, you know, about, you know, how you defy gender expectation. Ugh! I don't know. Um,
1: well, I mean... I guess I remember reading at a really young age, like, Asian families, they always enjoy, like, preferred having a son.
0: Yeah, and there was the policy. Yeah. Actually, there was that one-child policy yeah. that shaped some of that, for sure.
1: And so I think that was a, to be honest, I think that was a really hard thing for me to get over I guess in a way mm-hmm. um, because it almost felt like there was a lot of pressure growing up of like well there's no sun or I was supposed to be the sun like I remember hearing the story that you were going to name me Michelangelo you know um, so I kind of because it
0: was my favorite of show <laughs> and I was like you can
1: name yeah. um, <laughs> like, okay, you awesome. <laughs> yes pizza all the time <laughs> um <coughs> So, I mean, like...
0: I you still make like your name Michelle. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> all good, all good. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I think, in all honesty, that was kind of a hard thing for me to shake and ignore. Um, yeah, it was... I don't know. But to define gender... Um, I Yeah, so I think that has a huge part in who I am, in a sense that, like, you know growing up you like read stories or like watch shows and it's like pink jobs and blue jobs, you know, very stereotypical. And like nothing's wrong with that by all means. Um, But like, yeah, between you and I, we definitely did not fall into those molds. Mm -hmm. Like I remember very much so enjoying both cooking and, like, helping out with, like, plumbing and electrical when when things were, like, off with the house and Dad had people over helping out. Mm -hmm. I also very much so enjoyed doing labor work at a very young age. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that was my base, and, like, that has shaped me, like, who I am now, very Mm -hmm. much so. Um, And I actually really appreciate it and enjoy it, for that matter, So I think that's a huge part of who I am today Mm -hmm. and what has shaped me in the sense that I seek and enjoy learning new things, especially practical things. Mm -hmm. Um, As long as you're learning and growing, like I value that a lot. So the opportunity came up that I could go to school for a carpentry and a welding program um, and I took it.
0: Yes. I just did it.
1: I mean, it was, it was not a disappointment. It was kind of just like, it was a nice refresher and reassuring class. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity being there for a lot of women um, that were uncertain or like, you know, didn't have the confidence or the background. It was a great building block for them. For myself, a lot of it I had already known or experienced. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't the best in that sense for me, but I really enjoyed it. And it definitely built like confidence for me. I definitely explored a a few more avenues and like Mm -hmm. connections, like networked that way. Um, I really enjoyed welding. I truly enjoyed the welding side of it. Um, and I would like to do that on the side, I think still, though I know a lot of people are trying to steer me away from it because it's dirty, blah, 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 but I think it's still a valuable skill, (laughs) so I think I, like, want to practice it whenever I can for that matter, uh, and same with carpentry. I mean, like, carpentry you can use on a daily, Mm -hmm. right? You can build a small shelf or, like, you know, you can make a frame or you can fix things, you know, things like that, um so i I take huge value in in being able to be versatile in like yeah. in
0: life <laughs> you do lots of different things, and you have lots of different like incredible skills and gifts,
1: yeah, I feel like I'm a jack of all trades what's that so like they're saying is like jack of all trades master yeah. of none. Yeah. And it's, I, I feel that I do fall into that in the sense that, like, whenever the opportunity is there to learn something, I will. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that I get to focus on it entirely, which, I mean, I just need to make the time and force myself, but, like, there's so much to learn, um, that in that time frame that I go choose to learn that, I've already networked and, like, made that connection with somebody, um... So it's been really nice, I guess, to network that way, you know.
0: And then, shortly after that pre-carpentry program, something had changed. Partly, like <laughs> the pandemic happened, and yeah. That also steered you in this different direction. Like a placement was set up, but then uh, some other some other situation didn't. It didn't work out. Yeah, it didn't. But it brought you to working in a new girl home. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Talk a bit about
1: that. Well. Yeah. It literally a... <laughs>
0: started this job, and then bam, it was locked the out. pandemic.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's pretty funny. I laugh at myself because, of all times for me to work an essential job. Yeah. It is now That's when all happens. my other jobs, like all my jobs in the past, would have allowed me to take a break. <laughs> So it kind of makes me laugh that like I was, I'm, I'm committed to work now. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, yeah, it was really interesting. I have always kind of been interested in, um, I guess, the more morbid side of life. Yeah. Yeah. Death, like funeral service, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Death is a huge part of life that people, um, I I find these days shun or at least like over here it is absolutely it's something that you you can never truly prepare for doesn't matter how often you talk about it think about it like when it happens it happens and it'll hit you however it's gonna hit you when it it happens
0: just unexpected yep early yep
1: It's a, it's an unfortunate side, but also a very beautiful side, right? Like, um, it's, it's sad to see somebody go, but in that time, it also brings a lot of people together. It has that power or the, you know, you have the opportunity to reconnect, um, to form a community again. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's very powerful. You know, it shows the impact of one person can have so it's pretty crazy um but yes i honestly i just applied for it i was looking for a job like i said i always have been interested um and very much so in the sense of like traditions of different cultures and everything too uh it's a great way to be exposed to it for that matter you know so so many
0: different parts to i think supporting that process of death and grieving, right? Yes. Like when I thought of you and you told me that you started working here, I was like, uh, this is perfect. (laughs) Like growing up, it was like we would watch and care for a lot of different animals or... (laughs) Yes. You know, we have these memories as well, like being around our parents when they lost their grandparents. grandparents, Yeah. Some of them their parents. Like our grandma is alive. We lost our other grandparents. And so those were big memories for me.
1: Yeah. I think one of my first, like first legitimate memory actually is um, great grandma, Mm -hmm. her funeral service, right? Mm -hmm. Like I remember going for dinner to their house and then it was like Next thing you know, it was her funeral. And I remember you and I walking up to the casket and we looked and like her makeup was just like, bam! And we're like, we don't, we don't recognize her really, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that at a very young age. Mm -hmm. That was honestly probably one of my first memories was going to great grandma's funeral. So we've been exposed to it at a very young age and I've lost a lot of friends along the way also mm-hmm. in my life. So yeah. I'm very
0: young people. That yeah. Also was surprising,
1: right? Yeah. Shocking. And yeah. People. And some were like car accidents and stuff like that. Um, so it definitely hits home for me and it's, uh, you know, it's humbling in that sense to, to be a part of this job mm-hmm. and be a part of, everybody's lives that i've you know encountered Even
0: for a short moment, yeah you might not see these people, exactly
1: folks. yeah so it's interesting <laughs> what are ways you take care of yourself Ooh, that's a tough question for me right now <laughs> little adventures i really enjoy going outside and hiking a lot going camping and stuff i truly value time alone or you know with buddy or animals Um, so i think the most consistent self-care in my life is being able to go for hikes by myself Um, don't get me wrong i really enjoy the company of people and being able to show everybody like these cool hiking spots and stuff like that but self-care for me Consistently is probably hikes or just, you know, spending some time by myself reading a book, writing a journal entry, um, trying to do some art. Mm -hmm. Time alone, I guess. Um, Other things that I really liked to do, though, would be like, you know, take a nice bath, (laughs) get a little bath bomb, have a little spa day, Um, you know, treat yourself that way. Also just feeding, feeding myself with good food. Mm-hmm. Whether I, I make it myself or I decide to treat myself to, you know, a meal out. Uh, I really enjoy that every now and then. So, yeah, it's a little motivation. And also I got to fuel my body with yeah. good food. So that's kind of what I do.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> my last question would be. I guess what what is your hope for this upcoming year or could be a wish that you have <sighs> or offer.
1: <sighs> Oof. Well, I mean that's there's a lot. I wish to be able to reconnect with family and friends a little better. Um this This past year has been a doozy for me. It's a little roller coaster. Um, So part of reconnecting with family and friends would also be taking time for myself and finding myself again. (laughs) Um, And I hope I can share that with with everybody. (laughs) Food and adventures as always. Um, and I obviously wish to be able to spend some time more time with you guys yeah. and the
0: baby yeah.
1: and watch him grow um, I hope the pandemic kind of settles so that you know not only for our family but everybody can enjoy each other again and travel and do everything that they want to do
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I think the pandemic has truly um, you know made things difficult for everybody to, to enjoy simple things again, you know, Mm -hmm. um, so I hope everybody for that matter can just start enjoying small things again, you know, Mm -hmm. even just like laying in the grass and staring at the clouds and like listening to music and just relaxing and not having to worry, you know, Mm -hmm. about other things. yeah, just everybody to to feel some sort of normalcy again. I think is a huge one. I think that's a big one for me right now. Is what I need. Mm-hmm. I gotta find some sort of normalcy and feel feel okay. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: it's huge. So, yeah. thank you. That is all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can find Yumcha on Spotify and anchor.fm slash yam cha, everyone. So, li ga ten gan yam cha dai ga? Yab o go gong 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 yit di luk luk cuck cuck. Wai, okay la. O man man hong gong lo bui cha. Choy a tha. Do jay li tang ya ha o diin yang jun jong thung oi mo gati. Changing you oh. home.